What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Tuesday! And happy noon. Happy noon. Happy noon to you guys. All right, so today's Tuesday, Q&A day, where we come to answer all of your questions, and Callie is teething, so she's probably going to be biting my hand the whole time while while um, we're answering your questions. If I scream at any given point in time, that's probably because she had a tender spot, but do your thing, girl. Do your thing. I'm supporting your goals of having strong teeth like Boogie. Um, would she likes mama figure. fingers better. Would rather, would do rather, would rather the real thing. You want a ninja star? Um, a ninja star? Would rather not. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Shall I don't we? know where the comments are here. Oh yeah, we can't see the comments. I'm gonna need to open it up here. All right. Uh, but if we want to go ahead and get started on the questions, yeah, let's get started on the question. So, question number one from. Do you want to go downstairs? Downstairs. Yeah, let's, Off your let's down, put her downstairs. She wants to go down downstairs. Okay. Um, question number one from Brandy Coke from Festus, Missouri. Festus. My question is: Do we need to take vitamin or mineral supplements? If so, which do you recommend that we take? I'm asking this because I feel our diet should give us most of these, but want to make sure I'm getting everything my body needs. So, good question. This is a great question, and I'm going to begin this answer with, it depends. It depends. And the reason why I'm saying it depends is because if you were to take a shitty vitamin or mineral supplement, then I will tell you no. Um, It's a waste of all of your resources, um, time, energy, and money, okay? However, generally speaking, If we know that we have access to a powerful source of vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients that our body can absorb way better than food, then my answer to you would be yes. Now, the good news is that there is such a thing that is called the X-Endurance Immune Boost. Both, Both Aaron and myself take it and I will tell you why because it is for one when it comes to a wellness journey you have to make it a priority to follow the steps to develop the right habits to eat right okay like anybody can take supplements but if you're supplementing a shitty diet then you're cutting yourself short Um, so I always want to say keep the main thing the main thing make sure that you follow the steps to you know implement good dietary habits um and what is good that would look different for everybody and And, it's a progression for everybody and may i add if you are shittily supplementing a good diet it also isn't helpful yeah yeah but if you're already you know like putting in the work 
then you might as well put like a high octane input of vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients that your body can absorb even better. Because you guys, here's the thing, like when we eat, so like, again, sources of vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients, those, um, you know, more often than not come from, you know, plants like vegetables, fruits, mushrooms, that sort of thing, right? But when we eat them in the digestion process, we don't absorb as much. And that's why Aaron and I, you know, while we make sure you guys have seen our like big ass salads, right? Like our bowls are like three times the size of my size of my face, no joke. But the reason why we still take the immune boost twice a day, every single day is because what we're doing by that is we are boosting the absorption of vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients that we are not absorbing as much when we're eating a salad. You know what I mean? So if <laughs> I would say like if there was a magic pill and you're already doing the right thing, wouldn't you want to boost your results? I don't know about you, but for me, heck yeah. So again, like broad answer to this, it all depends. If you're already implementing good habits, I would highly recommend, um, you know, that you get your hands on the immune boost. If you're, you know, like on a progression, cleaning up your current habits and, you know, wanting to absorb more vitamins, minerals, uh, phytonutrients, definitely get your hands on it. But if you just, you know, expect to take this thing um, and have it solve all of your problems, know that it's definitely not going to do that. Um, however, the absorption rate of these things are way higher because um, Sandy, the, the founder of X Endurance, um, he taught us that because I asked him that question. I challenged him with this question. I'm like, why would you recommend this to somebody who already eats a clean diet? And he's like, because in life, sometimes it's not just what you eat, it's what you absorb. And that's why they Always created that. Life. So what is that word? Culminated? Um, something with the CH that makes it absorb. Well, it's like the best way to describe it this is just with the X endurance. So, so minerals are difficult to absorb because they're like rocks. So, you know, when um, you have like receptors in your cells and when he took the, the best way to describe it is like when like your body will absorb um, an amino acid or recognize an amino acid as a building block. So it wants to pull whatever, that amino acid is into the cell. So it can be in recovery. Well, with, um, with minerals, because they're more difficult to get into the cells, what they did, how they engineered the product is essentially, if this is the mineral, and this is the mineral that needs to get into the cell, what they did is they took an amino acid and they're hiding the mineral in the amino acid so it gets smuggled into the cell. So your body is absorbing a lot more of those minerals because it's seeing them and accepting them as an amino acid. It's like the least scientific way to describe it. But if we're going back simply to, if I eat a healthy, you know, if my nutrition is really healthy, why would I need, oh my gosh, look at that. Why would I need to supplement? Um, the soil now is not what it was also, you know, hundreds of years ago, 
Um, and what we're actually getting from our nutrients is less than what it was when this is what people just like we're surviving off of. So even, you know, the way things are grown, how long it takes before it gets plucked from the ground or the tree or the bush or the whatever and gets to, into your mouth, like what's the distance between that? How many days has it been? Where has it, what kind of climate has it lived in? How many nutrients has it lost on its way, you know? And so even if you are eating a lot of vegetables, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're absorbing the maximum amount of potential that that vegetable has for you. So, you know, you have to consider a lot is lost. And, you know, I, we, like Sarit said, we take supplements every day, vitamins, minerals, uh, joint health, anti-inflammation, these kind of things. Yes, they can be eaten in food, uh, but you're only going to absorb so much of it. And when you can engineer it into a supplement form and you actually do a great job at engineering it, you're going to absorb that at such a higher rate and it's going to have such a, a more potent effect on your internal system. So hopefully that describes that. But that doesn't mean all supplements are created equal. It's not news to a lot of you. We're going to recommend the X Endurance brand. They've got such a variety of products that have been engineered with so much precision, thought, integrity, integrity. and quality. So, you know, that's always our go-to on that, but those would be the reasons why. Yeah. And also Brandy, if you're not already uh, taking any of the X Endurance products, uh, just go ahead and reach out to your coach because I know that you are actively working with us. Um, and Crystal would, would be happy to send you a link um, and she will answer any of your other questions. I think well. actually Brandy's already taking X Endurance. Okay. That Brandy asked that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if but that would be for anybody else who is, who is wondering, just go ahead and you can email admin at erinandsuri.com if you'd like to take advantage um, of, of a discount as well. Okay. I should have seen comments. I can't really see what's going on in the comments. But hopefully this is helpful for you guys. Tanya Hall from Wales in the UK. Hey both, it's great that you're growing so much right now. I'm so pleased to be part of your journey and I'm proud to stand alongside you and your mission. My question is, do you have intentions to grow and further share your mission in a big way in the UK? That's a great question. That's a great question. And the answer is yes, yes, then yes, because otherwise we'll be disservicing the world. So the question is, do you have intentions to grow? Yes. And further share your mission? Mm -hmm. Yes. In a big way? Yes. In the UK? Yes. We don't know how, but um, as the time comes and when the time is right, we will know and we will go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are people and every person has struggles. And if you have struggles in the way that we can help, and those people exist everywhere, then we want to help. Also, uh, side note, I appreciate your courage, Tanya, uh, reaching out. I definitely see what you're doing there. Um, you know, just, just keep doing what you're doing. Audrey Bronkema from Michigan, West Side, Best Side. That's funny. I see you, girl. All right. I recently had an in-body scan. My body fat percentage is 12.6. Wow. The scan encouraged. Are you going to keep reading? Yeah. Well, just I'm, I'm a little confused just by that. I mean, 
we'll, we'll talk about it in just a second. This can encourage, I add 6.6 mass body fat. Is this necessary? How do I go about doing this in a healthy manner without adding fat? This is a great question. And by the way, congratulations. I mean, I have seen you in person and you're, you're very lean. Um, but it's not an unhealthy lean. Yeah, so you're, you're, say, you're, you're very lean in a very healthy way. Yep, so who's to say that 12.6% means that you need to add, so it says, it's encouraged I add 6.6 .6 mass body fat. And then you're 6 asking, 6 pounds, yeah. And then you're asking, how do I do that without adding fat? You can't. They're telling you, get fatter. Now, here's the deal. If you feel healthy, like healthy, like legitimately healthy. Body, mind, soul in alignment. Body, mind, soul in alignment. You feel energized. You feel strong. You feel positive. You feel good about what you're doing. Then you don't need to gain any fat. Now, at 12.6%, you may have lost your period, which means if you want to conceive, you will need to get, gain some fat. But our bodies adapt. Our bodies adapt. So if you're at 12.6%, I've been as low as nine, seven or nine percent. I would argue that where I was, I was not healthy. I was not healthy in my mind. I was not healthy in my body. I felt weak. But at 12.6%, it's not a dangerously low. Some people, some, some women can be at 12.6% and still have their period, which at that point, there is nothing wrong. There is no issue. I don't see why you would need to add any fat mm -hmm. unless you want it to. Now, um, if you know, you're feeling like I was, if you're feeling weak, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling sick, if you've, um, you know, if you've lost your period and you want to have a baby, if you, you know, any of the above, if you have your, you know, your health, um, if like you get blood work done and like something's in a dangerously low or high, then, you know, maybe, okay, that's at the point I consider, do I do something different? But if nothing is wrong, why fix something that's not broken? Well, yeah. Because we know you, we've seen you in person. You're not unhealthy. Yeah. From, from an external, like speaking with you in your mind, like you're not unhealthy. We've all got struggles, but it's like, you know, the way that you got to 12.6% has been just lifestyle habits that you've had. It's not anything that I've noticed that's dangerous. I also want to talk a little bit about these scans. So for one, the in-body scan is a lot more accurate than a lot of the other ones out there. And it measures more than just BMI and we appreciate it. But, you know, scans still use algorithms and the algorithms that that they use also compare you to the whatever the average is and Audrey I will tell you this like you're above average also with an in-body there's a lot of variables like uh -huh. your level of hydration when you last went to the bathroom did you work out did you not work out how high is your heart rate if you drink a lot of water and you're extremely hydrated the electrical current goes moves through your body faster the idea is to see like how fast does this electrical current move through my body and the more body fat I have, the slower it will move because the fat cells are what slow the current down. But if I'm also really dehydrated, I'm going to slow the current down. So, you know, you could, there's so many variables that it's like, okay, well, what state were you in when this was taken? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I would say, you know, take that with a grain of salt. When it comes to in-bodies, um, what matters most, and I was having this conversation with somebody else as well today, what matters most is not that particular number because there's always going to be a deviation unless, unless it's like a DEXA scan. Um, it's the overall trend. I would even say hydrostatic. Um, yeah, hydrostatic, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but you know what is better than any scan, any hydrostatic weight, any anything is your intuition. Am I feeling healthy or am I not? Mind, body, soul. Do I have any limitations whatsoever? If so, what are they? Yep. Am I, I not satisfied? satisfied? Am I not not satisfied? Any like person who really want wants to achieve greatness is like never satisfied. Right. But am I? Do, can I legitimately say that where my body is right now, like I am happy where my mind is, my relationship with food, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my body, where are those things? Am I happy? Am I healthy? Your intuition will tell you so much more about that than any kind of scan will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So take that in, into consideration. Yep. All right. Bethany Himmel from St. Louis area, Illinois. St. Louis area. Somewhere around St. Louis. St. Louis. Isn't St. Louis in Missouri? Is Saint, Missouri by it, Illinois? Yeah. It's probably is. Yeah. All, all of these Saint Midwestern Louis states. area, Illinois. <laughs> what is the minimum burn zone sessions you need to do per week to make it worth to make it worth it and still get gains? Depends. Yeah. Over winter. Keep reading. Okay, I'll just read the entire question. I, I was, I'm just like, okay, how am I going to execute it? Should I answer it one at a time or all at once? Over winter, three to four was doable as cycling was off season. Now with the sun out, it's tough to get more than two burn zones per week as a cycle, at least three. And the balance of not being sore from burn zone, burn zones to be able to ride what is what the struggle is. Thanks, Bethany. This is a great question. Thank you so much for um, asking that. So... Again, to answer your question, it depends. And thank you for giving us a little bit more data here uh, because obviously cycling is, you know, something that you do on a regular basis, especially, you know, during the warmer months of the year, this time around. So the reason why I'm saying it depends is because, you know, when it, when it comes to your goals, we have... We need to know what is the hierarchy of your goals, right? Like we have longevity goals, we have body composition goals, and we have performance goals. So now if you're like, I have a race coming up um, and I need to focus on performing better on that, then the prescription of it would look different than if you're like, I just want to do everything that I can to improve my body composition and I really enjoy cycling. And also, if you live in Illinois, it is hella cold for most of the year. So you're probably like, I want to take advantage of whatever is outside. Um, versus, I just want to know what will um, help me to look and feel better. You know what I mean? So I would say it all depends on that. I'm not hearing about any sort of race that you have coming up or that sort of thing. Um, but honestly, like, if you... if if mentally and physically, this is the prescription that works for you to follow through with during the, these months of the year, then there is nothing wrong with that. 
you know, um, when you ask what is the minimum burn zone sessions you need to do per week to make it worth it and still get gains, it, it really all depends. What kind of gains are you looking for? Are you looking for more cycle gain? Like here's, here's the deal. If you want to get better at cycling, the stronger you are, the um, more, what is it, force behind each what, a revolution. So, I'm trying to use cycle terms. Um, the more force you have within each revolution, like each time you press the pedal down and lift the pedal up, like the more, the stronger you are, the more power you have in that. And then you have endurance. You get the endurance both from the burn zone and from doing cycling, but you, you're going to get more strength from doing something like the burn zone, especially as you go up into burn zone level one, level two, because you're actually going to be including more weights. So you're intentionally working the muscle. I would say they're both very necessary. Why? Because the more, unless you're looking to go compete in like the Olympics or something, um, I'm sure there's some very specific training that they have to become better at cycling. But I'll guarantee you, anybody who's really great at one sport doesn't only just do that one sport. They do strength and conditioning for that sport. They yeah. do strength and conditioning. They do um, the the more able you are to move in different ranges of motion and different planes of motion. Uh, a, fitness is not just speed, endurance, and strength. It's agility. It's quickness. It's speed. It is strength. It is endurance. It's um, coordination. It's balance. All of these things are fitness. And the more well-rounded you are, the better you will be at any sport. Assuming you also very much apply yourself into that sport specific movement. Yep. Yep. I don't know if that helps or not. So, but you know, it seems as if right now, like honestly, like to specifically answer this, I would like a little bit more data, but you know, it sounds as if like you're working the plan. Um, and that is really the most important thing. Like what's the goal? Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing you say, get gains, you know, if gains is the primary goal, then I would say you might actually want to do probably three burn zones per week and two cycles because cycling does not help you get gains. Cycling helps to improve your endurance, which is a completely different energy system than the burn zone. So, you know, maybe a follow-up question with more details would be great, but know that what you're doing is, is totally okay because it's not like one or more burn zone is going to make it or break it. What we're seeing is that there is a trend of you consistently moving intentionally five days per week. And that in and of itself is moving the needle forward. Okay. Now, if we have more specific goals with regards to you, we just need a little bit more data and that'll be that. Um, but that's a great question. Bethany, Hopefully keep up helps. the great work. Tracy Clapp from Grand Junction, Colorado. If you have to stay up late for work and your cortisol levels raise, how can you lower those levels to reduce sugar carb cravings? Well, how are you measuring your cortisol levels? And how do you She's, know prob she's probably assuming that it's going up because she's getting sugar carb cravings and she's staying up late. We were having this conversation at the inner circle, I think two weeks ago, but what what look the the determining factor here is like the the staying up late hold on i want to ask a question okay i'm going to read this question back and i'm going to ask the follow-up question to okay. the question if you have to stay up late for work and your cortisol levels rise 
Okay, I didn't see the have to part. Now, I mean, I could go really extreme in this and be like, do you have to? Yeah, or... I mean, you might not have your job. So that's why that's an extreme question. But um, I read this initially as like, oh, if you're staying up late for work and your cortisol levels rise, I'd be like, well, then how do you think you lower them? And that answer would be by not staying up late. But it seems like in order to do the job that you have chosen to be in, it requires you to be up late is what I'm reading, right? I think so. Now I'm wondering if we can improve that. Like if, if you have like a graveyard shift or that sort of thing, then you got to do what you got to do. But um, that, that even then is like just a matter of, well, how much are, asleep are you getting within the 24 hour period? Yeah. What it would, re right. And that's what it, it ultimately comes down to. Like if you have a schedule that, you know, um, where you basically either have to work around the clock, like we work with a lot of nurses, um, you know, or, and, and military people, like you guys deal with that a lot. But what I would recommend to you is in life, you want to focus on what's within your control. So what is within your control is if you don't have control over when, when you start work and when you end work, you do have control over how many hours of sleep you can get in a day. So I would focus on what is within my control. How can you lower those levels to reduce the sugar card cravings? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that's within your control is making your sleep a priority, regardless of the elements that are going on. And also what else is within your control is what are you doing when you have those sugar or carb cravings? Like, I will tell you that, um, you know, if you're disciplined enough, you get yourself to a point where when you have a sugar or carb craving, you just don't even care about it. You know, I used to get those all the time. So for your own sanity, focus on what's within your control. Stop thinking, um, how do I lower my cortisol levels? Because what, like, are you measuring, oh, my cortisol went up like by five units. Like, I don't even think there is such a thing, but what you can control, um, which is in direct correlation with what raises your cortisol is, how many hours of sleep are you getting per a 24 hour um, cycle? And also, you know, like, what are you doing when you get those sugar or carb cravings? Like, you can plan ahead by just, um, you know, planning in advance with better than stuff, maybe like blueberries and apples, or that sort of thing. So that you, you know, you and practice discipline. So like, let's say if there's donuts in the break room, like you avoid that. Um, but for your own sanity, focus on what's within your control. And that is, you know, what I normally say, like keep the main thing, the main thing. I thought about something that is not directly related to this question, but is something that holds a lot of people back from achieving what they want to achieve or what they think they want to achieve. And that is the concept of what is inside my control every for every action there is an equal or opposite reaction for every decision made there is a consequence positive negative neutral and it is honestly actually whatever you decide to take away from the consequence that makes it positive negative or neutral so let me explain i have to go to work do you this is the, the reason that I bring this up is, is not Tracy. This has nothing to do with you or me telling you what you need to do, but this is just something that holds a lot of people back. And I want 
and this message is for anybody, for one, in a free country, for two, um, who's been held back by thinking that you have to do things that you really don't have to. You just don't want the consequence that comes with you making a different choice. If you choose not to go to work, you don't get paid from that job. If you don't get paid from that job, you might not be able to live in the house that you have. If you don't live in the house that you have, that may mean that you're homeless. If you're homeless, life may be more difficult, right? So it's like the, these are the, but you do have, you do have a choice. Mm-hmm. Free country, your choice. So think about the things when you say I can't, the, the only thing that I want to say in this is it can be, you know, whatever the thing is, I can't blank. I want you to ask yourself, what if I did? What if I did? Or I have to blank. What if I didn't? What if I didn't do that thing? What would happen? Most of the time we use have to and can't in replace of what should actually be said, which is choose to or choose not to because I don't want that consequence or I do want this consequence, right? Amen. Sari and I work our asses off. And a lot of times it, it doesn't feel like work. It's fun. But at the same time, we've worked jobs that were every part of that job wasn't fun. But we still work our asses off because we want the consequence. We're willing to do the things that we don't really like necessarily to get the consequence. Now, I could use, like, I'm, I, I feel like I'm the queen of extreme analogies, but it's only to get you to understand the point, okay? The queen of extreme analogies. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use an analogy. Please don't take this to heart. I'm gonna, like, disclaim this right now. Do not take this to heart and do not go throw your children in the dumpster. But when somebody says, I have to take care of my children, remember, this is just an example. This is not, look, and, and I actually would, uh, it's just the language. Okay. So listen, I have to take care of my children. No, you don't like you, like you're probably not a good human if you don't, but you don't have, nobody's forcing you. They'll probably get taken away from you. You won't have them, but it is still a choice. I choose to take care of my children. Why? Because I want them to remain in my possession. I want them to grow up to live an amazing life. I want them to feel cared about and loved. And I want to make sure they're fed. And I want to make sure they have everything they need. You choose to take care of your children. It's still a choice. So the next time you say like, I can't do something or I have to do something, ask yourself, what if I didn't? Or what if I could? What if I did it anyways? And you might just reveal to yourself some of the things not as extreme as a child or your job, but you know, some less extreme things where you're like, well, what if the opposite were true? What kind of opportunities would that provide? And would I rather that opportunity than this one? Huh? Huh? I don't know. I don't know. I have to show you guys something. Can you show them through here? Yeah. Look at this. This is current status of puppy between a dresser and her bed what? on the floor. Are you getting up? All right, let's do one more question. Okay. One more, one more, one more. Uh, great question, Tracy. Thank you, thank you guys for hanging in there with me in my extreme analogy. No, this was great. It is a better decision, probably most likely for you to take care of your children, I'm just saying. Okay, Samantha Brill from Kentucky. How, do, how does our periods 
and hormones affect our lifting and metabolism. Mm. I know I'm often exhausted and low on energy during on flow. Should we be eating and working out differently during that time of the month? Thanks, y'all. Great this question. Is a this is a great question. And um, during our period and right before our period, our lifting is affected very much so. And a lot of you guys are probably having light bulb moments. Like that makes a lot of sense. You guys, in fact, like, you know, for anybody who does heavy lifting and you actually like know your numbers for your lifts around this time of the month, like what, like when you know your numbers and then you know what you're capable of, but you, you do the same lift around the time of the month, like you might actually only be able to execute like at 80% even when you go all out. So to really answer your question, should I, should we be eating and working out differently during that time of the month? No, just do your best. The workouts are going to feel harder. The weights are going to feel heavier. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't push as hard. Um, should you be eating differently? No. Um, it does affect your lifting. I, I wouldn't, I don't know if it affects, does it affect your actual, I don't think it affects your actual metabolism because metabolism is... Um, the metabolic use of uh, like energy. Yeah. Right. Like how fast are you burning energy? But um, actually, the definition of metabolism is the body's like. How function. efficiently are you converting food into energy? The chemical processes that occur within a living organism in order to maintain life. But it's basically the speed in which you convert food into energy. So. Yeah. I will I will give you guys a blanket statement during the first day of your period. A, a woman can burn up to an extra 300 calories. However, it's only one day. It's only 300 calories. Don't go change things around. So keep your habits the same. Keep lifting the same. Follow the same thing that's that's been working for you. If it feels differently, oh well. I would say every day in our life feels different anyways. Yeah. So now it's just, you know, with the, with the side of cramps and more fatigue. Okay, great. Tired with the side of cramps. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it affects our hormones too, which is also why we may feel like we have less strength um, and more cravings, you know. Um, Brittany said, I noticed when I don't eat healthy or work out that my period really sucks. But when I do eat healthy and work out, my period is like any other day and I feel so much better. Look. I'll tell For you. Sure. I'll tell you a story too. I remember having. I remember my my periods when I was younger. Man, I, like I'm not here to compare to anybody else. I just know for me that shit sucked. Whatever it was, you know, insane cramps for like two, three days, keeping me up at night, like difficulty sleeping, like bad. And I know some people get like nauseated from their cramps, like. But I think back to when I was in that position, and now I'll tell you now. When I get my period, first day sucks. First day sucks, but it's like it's like a quarter of what I used to feel. Yeah. And it lasts for one day. And then literally the next like three to four days are almost nothing. Mm -hmm. Just not feeling nothing. Flow, almost nothing. And I really, really am one thousand percent convinced that it has to do with the way you eat, the way you treat yourself, um, how fit you are. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you this, like at this point in my life, because I've been so consistent for such a long period of time, for one. A long period of time? A long period. Oh. <sighs> Got it. 
It's not a funny joke when you have to explain it. <laughs> but, this is my life. But I'm, I'm really grateful because at this point in my life, my periods work with me. And what do I mean by that? For one, I have one heavy day and then I have like two regular days and then I'm good. My heaviest day now comes right around my rest day. It's almost like clockwork. It's like my body knows. Um, so this is great because I don't have to deal with that element. And also like it got, it got to a point where I know that I'm about to get my period because I'm feeling a little bit more emotional than normal or a little bit more snappy but like nothing else feels different in my body. Like I, I don't get cramps or anything. It's just like, hmm, I wonder if it's about to come because I feel like either snapping a little more or I crying know, a I know more. when yours is coming. You know, I, I know when yours is coming. But yeah, you guys just focus on consistency during that time of the month, around that time of the month. Don't change anything. Um, and I can tell you from my own experience, if you follow through with that for enough time, you know, your periods will start working with you too. I'll tell you on that one tough day for me, I will allow myself to have like an extra meal. Um, do I do it intentionally? I mean, I, I w it, and it's just like a meal that I would have otherwise. It's not like, oh, I'm going to have a Snickers bar now. It's like, right. you know, I'm just... I'm not going to feel bad about having another meal if I feel extra hungry today. And I don't, I don't feel bad about it because it's not, it's not like I'm, like I said, I'm not going to eat uh, cereal with, with ice cream with cereal on top and like cookie pieces crumble on top. Like, like I'm not, like it's normal food that I would normally eat. I'm just not going to feel bad about eating a little bit extra because I normally do feel really hungry that day. And I would rather just have myself an extra meal that day than feel fucking hungry all day. So that, that I person, I don't feel extra hungry, but yeah, if you feel extra hungry, then have a meal. Just don't, don't eat like an a-hole. Don't eat like an asshole. <laughs> Definition of eating like an asshole. All right, you guys, that's it. That's all we got for you today. We hope that you found value from today's conversation. If you did, do us a favor. Sure, 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 There's sure. only one way to show your level of gratitude, and that is by sharing this episode. So if you found value from today's conversation, Share. The, the deal is just share it. You made a deal. Yeah, you made a deal. By watching us, you made a deal. By watching for free, you've made a deal. Yeah, to, to share it with someone who with someone else who will benefit from this. Yeah, that's that. Yesterday, we told you guys that we have Sharon Lecter um, as our guest um, for this Friday's Espresso episode. So, you know, one more reason why you should share this episode, share this the group, invite group. all your friends, go In, to the invite section and just start inviting them. Yeah. Invite your friends. Um, because we're, she's actually going to be dropping gold, fire. gold, 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 golden fire. And, um, early registration for the raw transformation. It's on like Donkey Kong. If you got any questions about it, just go ahead and reach out to anybody from our team or just go ahead and email admin at erinandsuri.com and or there's links in places yeah yeah um all right you guys other than that we will catch you live tomorrow at noon where maybe we're going to be talking about some things fitness related i don't know but looking forward to seeing you there in the meantime 
Hope you guys have a beautiful day. Go be your best self today. We will see you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Catch Bye. you later. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.